Hey, Holistic Hearts Tribe, what is up? It is Kristen Chadwick. I am your host. I am right there with you walking through this deep waters journey. I hope that you enjoyed last week's encounter to receive the gifts. And as we are wrapping up, I'm not quite sure where and how long we are wrapping it up, but I feel a sense that the Lord is wanting us to close this chapter for right now. And I felt like I needed to share a little insight to what has been happening in our home over these last few months and give you a real life example of deep waters and what it looks like to practice walking in the gifts. And today we're going to talk about what we started with. One of the very first episodes that we dove into the deep waters was with my guest, Margo Nielsen. And we talked about how to invite Holy Spirit into our dreams and allow him to speak to us in our dreams. And here's a shout out to Margo. I I encourage you to go check out her podcast called Breathing Underwater. It's totally a God thing that we got connected. And I started doing the series on deep waters before we really connected the dots that her podcast is called Breathing Underwater. And the Holy Spirit had given her a vision about breathing underwater. And the Holy Spirit had given me <laughs> a vision of breathing underwater through a dream. And so we have really connected. And I cannot say enough about just being under her mentorship. And it's just created so much faith stirring and wanting to walk in these gifts of the Holy Spirit. It is the manifestation of his spirit in us. And I I encourage you, number one, I plug Breathing Underwater podcast. Go check out that if you're really into dream interpretation. And I want to give you an example of how we have been walking this out in our home. Because I think that when we have all of this head knowledge and you guys, you know, my tagline for holistic hearts is from the head to the heart. We have to see it played out. And we have been talking about real deep stuff. We've talked about the gift of tongues. We've talked about prayer and fasting. We've talked about, oh gosh, spiritual battle. We've talked about the gift of discernment, uh, surrender, some other gifts that we've been talking about, prophecy. Ooh, I can't wait to really hone in on that one. But here's the deal is I want to give you an example of how, especially as moms, we can help facilitate conversations with our kids as we are doing this ourselves. When we know who we are, we can help our kids discover who they are. And one of the ways that we can show them, and probably one of the most important things we can do as a mother is to teach our kids how to discern and hear God's loving voice and how much he delights in them and them and how much that he wants to speak to them. And so today I'm going to share with you a very special moment and what happened next after this moment is pretty profound. And I hope that it stirs you up to have conversations with your kids about the Holy Spirit. And if you do not have children, I encourage you to speak to your nephews, to speak to your nieces, to speak to your neighbor's kids and know that God is speaking to them. He 
has a heart for this generation. They are called to be bright lights. And part of that job of us lifting up these people, these human hearts who are young, who are as little as two years old as babies up to 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 20-something-year-olds. They are hungry. They are hungry, hungry, hungry. And we have to teach them to hear the voice of the Father, to discern the Holy Spirit, to receive these gifts that the Holy Spirit is bringing. And so all of these things that we've been talking about, they are gifts for our kids too. Whether they are biological kids or adopted kids or kids that we have adopted like our own, these gifts are for them. And so I'm going to share with you a conversation that I had with one of my sons after he had a dream. And it's interesting, a couple of my kids have had some pretty cool dreams ever since I interviewed Margot on the podcast about dream interpretation. And we have invited Holy Spirit to encounter us in our dreams every night. And one morning we woke up and I was getting them ready for school. And Sawyer, one of my 12-year-old twins, started telling me about his dream. And I said, hold on, I want to record this. And so I pressed play. So you're going to hear me cooking and making sandwiches and opening up little bags to put the sandwiches in. And you're going to hear his twin, Emerson, whispering things in his ear. (laughs) But this is a good five-minute chunk of his dream. And I want you to listen in. And I want you to start to discern for yourself, what do you hear the Father saying in this dream? Okay, here we go. So first I was like walking out of our house, mm-hmm. but then it was like, not like in the coal sack. It was like that one scene from Wonder. It's like where that girl and that boy was walking and oh, it's yeah. like the trees. Yeah, it's like the there. Yeah. And that's like where we were. And then I walked over to these guys. They're like kind of homeless, I guess. And then, uh, I don't know why, but I was like, uh, do, you, do you want to meet Jesus in his presence and like his love? And then they all said yes. And then I taught them about it, about him. And, and then I got them new clothes and, and then, um, uh, there's this bus that could fly, and it was like kind of it was like futuristic basically, mm-hmm. and it was like a bus that could fly anywhere. And then I was like, "This is the bus to heaven." And they're like, "Wait, no, I don't want to die." And I was like, "No, it's just to meet Jesus." And then, uh, and then, what oh yeah, and then they got sent off. I was happy. Mm-hmm. And then I met this other guy, and oh, actually, wait, no, no, that's later. Um, uh, so then I went um to sock. I watched some soccer, like Pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like for like ten minutes, 
I forgot about that part, but um, then I walk back to our house, and then and then I found this guy who's like, like he kind of like lost his memory, so he didn't know where he was, and then I just like I don't know, it was weird. I like touched him, and I just like prayed through my mind and then he got his memory back whoa and and then like and then he was like thank you so much and then he's crying and hugging me and then um and then like i uh i went to like that intersection you know um uh, like the intersection, like where, like um, the noodles is and like uh, oh. uh dollar store. Yeah, is. that's that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like on the left one, going that way, and then he, we, I was gonna turn right to go home. Okay. And then, and then uh, and then I started crying because I missed my um, my friends that. We're uh, in heaven right now, like talking to Jesus. Yeah. And then they all came back, and then I was like happily crying. Okay. And then, yeah, and then, and and then we all hugged, and then that was it. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, hold on. What would you title the dream? Um. Walking with Jesus. Walking with Jesus? Mm -hmm. I like it. Or like, um, like, what would I say? Um, uh, um, me, um, wait, what's that? Oh, and, or inspired by Jesus. Oh, inspired. Yeah, that's going to be the name of it. I hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that captured moment of real life. And I hope that you take that tool. Record the things that your kids are telling you, are telling you out of the mouths of babes. Oh, God speaks, right? So we had talked about that dream. And I had asked him later that day, I said, Sawyer, what do you think that Jesus is telling you? Now, a good couple of weeks went by. I had had a conversation with another person about, <laughs> about this dream and how wild it was. It was so specific and so heartfelt. And I did not even understand that that was actually part of the C.S. Lewis book, the great divorce. And it starts on the bus and these people being taken to heaven. And so that is a book that Sawyer and I are going to listen to on our rides to soccer because of sharing this testimony with this other person. Now, in the meantime, we haven't heard much of anything. I've kind of let Sawyer sit on this dream because it's his. And I know the Lord was saying something. And I know 
like most everything, when the Lord speaks something, there is layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of metaphors and pictures and invitations into his heart for us and us to him. And so I have just kind of let it go. And then fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to a couple of days ago when we come home, we come home from soccer and my 12 year old starts whispering to me saying, mom, I will, I need to talk to you. So we go away or step aside and he starts sharing about how God has laid it on his heart that started with this dream that he needs to focus on the things that are most important people, the people and the relationships around him, and that he has let YouTube and creating this channel that he has created very successfully, might I add. And it was time for him to, to put it down and he wasn't going to look at YouTube for a while because it's become an idol for him. And what is so beautiful is that it truly was this moment of invitation, not out of a, a father pointing his finger because he was mad at his son. It was an invitation, a beckoning, a swear, I have something so much greater for you. And what I sat with him and listened to his heart about this. I wish you could have been there on that conversation too. I did not press record on that one because that was a little intimate time between me and him. And so I, I want to capture that moment and bring it to you that his response was one of repentance in the way of, of man, this is so hard for me to give up. I have 2000 followers on my channel, mom. And that's real. Sometimes we have something that we are holding so precious that God is saying, Hey, I have something even better. Will you let go? Will you surrender? Will you trust me? And my 12 year old is giving me this life lesson of hearing the father's voice, calling him to something higher. And it is stunning and beautiful. And it is hard to give up the things that we so cherish and that we are holding tightly. And in that time, I shared with him how the Lord in 2020, when I had built up this amazing podcast for two of my closest friends, and we had worked together for almost four years together, and God was calling me to the next chapter. And I did not want to let go. But it was a time of, do you trust me? And I will forever remember the very moment I decided to let go and trust him and to bravely say, I think my time here is done. And I think God is calling me to create my own podcast. I remember exactly where I was. I was walking down the street to Black Bear Coffee. <laughs> and I took a deep breath. As much as I loved every moment, as much as my heart was so in 
involved in growing that podcast and in those relationships and built all of these network of, of influencers and publishers and all of these people. And God was calling me to let it go. And in my 12 year old, as silly as it may sound to some of you, he has built up this amazing channel showing his skills of being a Rocket League player and him being willing to say, I choose to follow Jesus, even though this is really hard. And I, I told him, and I want you to hear me, that I don't think that Jesus was saying, this is wrong, this is bad. I think Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, was prompting him for something even better. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe that's another YouTube channel in 10 years from now. Who knows? That's going to have even double, triple, quadruple the followers because he's preaching the word of God, because he's bringing people to encounter heaven. And that is my belief. And I truly, truly, truly believe that he has listened and he has discerned the voice of God because of this dream, because I'm hungry and I know that he's hungry. It kind of reminds me of back in, I think it was about a year ago, we were driving up to Denver for a soccer tournament and we had listened to the hip hop preacher, <laughs> ET hip hop preacher, preacher. Anyway, check him out. And he had a whole series on stay hungry. And that will forever be something that we have an inside joke. Stay hungry. And I truly believe that he is hungry. Are your kids hungry for Jesus? I guarantee you they are, whether they say it or not, whether they are taking bold steps like that or not. Your prayers are powerful. How are you modeling being hungry for Jesus? How are you positioning yourself to receive Jesus, to receive the Holy Spirit gifts so that it makes an impact in your world? And this is not to lay any kind of guilt. This is purely an invitation. It's a about face and glancing and looking into the eyes of Jesus who cares for you and wants the absolute best for you, the abundant life. And I truly believe as we abide in him, we get to experience that life flowing through us. And I think what we're pulling away from today is as I'm asking Sawyer and allowing him to tune in to Holy Spirit's voice through all of that process, it was a letting go of my own pushing the conversation of what that dream meant and I had to let him figure out what was Holy Spirit saying. And the beautiful thing is the Holy Spirit planted a seed in that dream. And he worked it out with Sawyer. And Sawyer starting to see this picture, this, this metaphor come to life. And to see what is on the table for him to turn around and see the abundant life in front of him.
that relationships and people are what matters most to him and that getting people to encounter heaven is what matters most to Sawyer. And that to me at 12 years old is absolutely beautiful. And I hope that this encourages you today as you hear this process of of having a dream where God beautifully speaks so clearly through a prophetic dream in Sawyer's sleep. Then he lets it ruminate. He just lets it sit there and culminate and cultivate and and begin to sprout inside of his spirit. And then there was an action response. There was a response to that dream. It all was connected in Sawyer's mind, in his heart, and in his spirit. That childlike faith of, wow, you spoke this to me in my dream here. Now it's coming to fruition here. And I see where it's going and how you're speaking prophetically to me and where we're headed. That's powerful. And that's standing on faith that the Holy Spirit is speaking. Oh man, I hope that this encourages you today. And guys, if you have questions, come find me inside of our Facebook group, Holistic Hearts. I am really trying to be active in there. I know this is such deep conversation. It's, it's transformative. And I want you to know that I'm here to answer any questions and for you to just be encouraged to be in a posture of receiving. Let this ignite something in you. Let it breathe life in you. And Jesus, we ask that you would open our eyes, open our ears, open our minds to you, Holy Spirit. Fill us up with a fresh filling in our dreams, in our spirit, in our day-to-day. Let us be aware of your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.